welcome to Miss Matrix, the podcast edition where we speak on all things health and wellness as well as spirituality with no boundaries. I'm really grateful to share this space with you all and I'm so looking forward to all of our long talks that are going to feel so short. Anyways, let's go ahead and get started and as always, namaste. Hi guys, so this is me, Eden, coming from my bedroom slash sanctuary dungeon, all of those good things. I'm in my bed, this is a comfy situation for me, and I feel like I'm kind of just talking to myself, but I know whoever is meant to listen to this in the long run will. Um, So yeah, hi, my name is Eden, I'm 21, I consider myself very old, not in age, but in kind of the physical aspect, even mental and emotional, even kind of spiritually. Uh, Maybe that sounds a little bit naive of me, but it's how I feel. Anyways, I have felt called to make and produce something of this sort of me basically just talking to you as I talk to myself on a daily basis. Um, You may hear me moving around a little bit, but purely I, I... think I function most when I am moving Um, maybe in the end I'll be working on keeping still and then that way I'll function the best that way too but besides all of that I want to just talk about spirituality manifestations and all of those things all of those nitty-gritty things that we all want to know so much about and it feels that when you begin to learn about these things there's just so much more you have to learn And I think that's actually kind of a beautiful thing because in any professional aspect, I don't think that you can actually perfect anything. I just, I don't believe in perfection. Um, I, I truly do not believe in perfection. So on the same path of spirituality, it's not going to be perfect. Your path is not going to look the same as everybody else's. And there's just no freaking way to kind of control your path in a sense. Um, so yeah, let's just jump straight into it. Okay, so spirituality for me is a mental, mind, emotional, body, spiritual connection. It's in all of the realms. So that of being, like I just said, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all of those. And there's so many more realms to that. And there's a lot more intricacy to get into it. But I want to make this episode or whatever this may be, um, accessible and understandable to those who are just starting their spiritual journey so if you're here and you're listening welcome oh my god I'm so excited for you you're gonna have a great freaking time and it's gonna be mighty difficult to a lot of things are gonna get brought up that are asking for your attention and your awareness and, and your confidence that you can heal and you can be balanced and you don't have to live in a state of unknowing 24 7 which is really freaking annoying because I feel like a lot of us kind of go through life especially Gen Z or even people who have adapted to using social media so much we're like what's going to happen like we almost have a FOMO fear of missing out and it's so huge even I myself experienced that but you can't miss out on your own life okay there are things that you can do to create illusions I'll say that um, in your own life that kind of avoid you know, where you're supposed to really be. And I'll, can, I'll give you an example of that. So we'll circle back. Let me make a note of that to myself right now. But 
in the path of spirituality, there is your path, there's another person's path, and there's, you know, I'm, I'm making the point that everybody else has their own path. Do not compare your path of spirituality to somebody else's. We are all very different, yet we are all very similar too. So just don't get caught up in comparing, oh my God, she's so spiritual, she knows so much, she's so wise, all of these things. You are all of those things too. That's another thing. You are all of those things that all of these other people are as well. And that kind of goes back to the point that, yeah, we're all different, but we're all very similar. We're all human. We all feel, feel, or feel feelings and stuff like that. We all want to move towards things that make us comfortable rather than pushing us. We all want to feel good. Most of us. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. We can definitely get addicted to melancholy, which is kind of just a downward feeling. Uh, I want to think of a better word other than downward. It's more of like a just a, a sadness, a dark and deep and feeling. Some of us do get addicted to that, to that. And even I myself had a very depressive phase where I was very addicted to kind of my own depressive episodes, which had sparked me into spirituality. Um, so yeah, I feel like this is a good transition here. I first got focused on spirituality or even in spirituality through my own kind of traumas that occurred to me under the age of, I don't know, let's just say 17. From 17 all the way under, all of these experiences that has happened to me really kind of impacted me. And I was really tired of living in this kind of state of victim mentality. Like everything is happening to me why is this happening to me? This always happens to me. Like, I'm not that lucky girl. Like, that, I just am not, I don't have it like she does. I don't have it like he does. Blah, blah, blah. All of those things. I was so tired of saying these things to myself and constantly writing myself that story that I am not lucky and I am a victim. Instead, I wanted to step into a role of more empowerment, that I am empowered. I am not the victim. I only victimize myself if I allow so stuff like that, I wanted to take control of my life. And I understood that, no, I cannot control what has happened to me. However, I can control how I perceive these situations or traumas that have happened to me. Um, And that has what has piqued my interest into spirituality because it falls into those lines is that everything we do is a reflection of how we perceive things, basically. And I was tired of perceiving life as something we were just going through. I was jaded. I was absolutely jaded. I seen that word today on somebody's story and this is perfect use. I was completely and extremely jaded. I was seeing all of these people on Instagram or whoever it may be or even in person just through the grocery store stuff like they look much happier than I do. Like why do they get to live a happy life and I get to deal with all of this bullshit? You know what I mean? Like you look at other people and we get caught in that comparison and we're like why are they so fucking happy? What did I do wrong? But that's not how it works. It's, that's just not how it works. We cannot get caught up into comparison. And I'll try to not spend too much time on that topic, although it is a huge one. And I may, can make like a whole podcast episode talking about that in general. Comparison and similarities, blah, 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 all of those things. But I was caught up in comparing and I was caught up in victim mentality. From that, I jumped straight into my empowered it. Uh, empowerment. Um, So I had phases of, I've went through a lot of phases, so we're going to go through that one day too, but let's keep on track. (laughs) Um, Spirituality to me evolved from 
going to jump back, try to reiterate, like I said, feeling victimized and basically not empowered. So I stepped into this role of learning how to basically integrate and perceive my past experiences and traumas that I held on to for so long, which created so many energy blockages now that I'm learning through uh, yoga teacher training 200 hours. I'm very blessed to be learning this information and integrating it and sharing it with you all. But I'm learning with this is that our chakra system really holds on to so many different things and each chakra develops at different ages and different stages. The crown chakra, which is up in our heads, you can say the pineal, the third eye. Um, If I'm wrong, quote me on that, please correct me. But this is the last one to develop. And from this, we have to develop our root, our sacral and, and things, you know, you're moving from the ground up basically. But in adolescence, we experience trauma that is out of our control. We all know that. We've all felt some situation where we were literally helpless to some state. We, we've been through that. This is a human experience. I'm pretty sure nobody has an experience in which they were not feeling disempowered in some sense. So from this, I recognize that these experiences, although I may not be able to change them, I can change how I perceive them. And I don't know, I, it took so long, it was really a work in progress, and it still is for me, but spirituality, you will also learn that is not something that you will perfect, as stated in the beginning, this is really something that you are gonna ebb and fucking flow, dude, like, when I'm making, like, wave motions with my hands, that's what it's gonna feel like, you're up and down, up and down, up and down, like, you've made this discovery, you've integrated this lesson, boom, you're back down and now you're trying to integrate a different trauma and and, and integrate a different lesson and understand the experiences that you have between people and and maybe your job or work and home life and stuff like that it's all about the ebbs and flows so don't get too caught up if you're down in the rudder or gutter whatever you want to say because you will peak back up as long as you tell yourself that that you will shine you will rise you are empowered you got this you know what I mean affirm yourself mostly highly above anything because coming from a victim mentality it's very easy to feel disempowered constantly like we are incapable of solving the problems quote-unquote problems in our own life we are not incapable of those things those things are more so kind of challenges as to are you able to conquer your own mind i'm going to say that again because it felt too powerful are you able to conquer your own mind okay i'm not saying in order to conquer your own mind you need to conquer your feelings because the two are connected feelings are how we perceive our external world That's our raw data that we get from this world. And that is how we interpret these experiences as feelings. So feelings are very powerful, but our mind is also likely as powerful, if not even more. I believe the mind is so much more powerful than feelings. So take a deep breath. I know this is a lot going on and you're like, holy shit, this is so much information, but re-listen to this anytime you need to. Seriously, stop and pause, think about it, take some notes, make yourself comfy, go back, go back to the beginning of the episode and completely re-listen to it, write down what feels good to you, anything like that. This is totally, I'm trying to cater this to you all and I'm trying to make it and break it down so you all can understand it no matter where you are on your spiritual journey. And to me, that is amazing. And I'm very excited to be doing this. So I'll kind of jump back into it. 
So although, like I said, our feelings are very powerful, our mind is the most powerful thing. So you've got to learn and you've got to honor yourself and accept that you are as powerful as any of the other people that you feel are powerful to. Any of those spiritual leaders or influencers, you are them and they are you. The only difference between you and them may be the fact that they have integrated a lot more of their shadow than you have. Shadow is a big thing that's going to come up in the spiritual world and it's going to be a lot. You're going to hear it a lot. Um, So I'll give you kind of a sleek definition of shadow self. It's basically the parts of ourselves that we don't want to show to the world. Um, Something we may consider flaws. Um, Let's see if I can give you an example of myself. I think a shadow part of myself is the fact that I'm kind of... um, I used to be super black and white thinker. I am still rather black and white thinker. um, And I'm learning... It's because I was conditioned, as we all were as children, to think that there's certain rules. And if you avoid doing things that, you know, breaks those rules, then you won't be, you know, uh, punished. You'll be, you know, rewarded for following a rule. So that's why things are black and white for me. And that's the part of my shadow self. So I have to recognize that certain people, all people are not inherently good or bad. We just are people. It just is, period. Like, no need to label or box things where people, nobody's inherently good or bad. We just are who we are, and it just is what it is. Um, So yeah, shadow self is a really big part. Our shadow self is something I discovered when I first started discovering spirituality. Like, I had no idea what that even meant, so I took it into my own hands and just started doing my own independent research and whatnot. I've also read a lot of self-help books and stuff, too, so I would suggest really diving into reading and reading spirituality uh, or books around spirituality. It'll so help. Uh, Let me look through my books right now. I think for beginners, let's see... The Way to Love by Anthony DeMello. I think that would be a great book to actually start. So if all of you would want to indulge in that, you can go buy it used off of Amazon. It's a really small book, so you can definitely just put it in your pocket. You can have it in your purse, whatever that may be, in your car, whenever you get bored. You know, just read up on that. So I've given you some tools so far. And those tools, I'll say, is all of the information I've told you so far, including the term shadow self. I've even given you kind of my personal definition of spirituality and the fact that this is your journey and nobody else's. And your journey should not be compared to other people. With these tools, I believe in you. I'll say it again because I kind of messed that up. With these tools, I believe in you. I do. I believe that you can come out and you can begin your spiritual journey and you can fucking hit the floor running and you'll do great. Um, so we're going to jump back into kind of some illusions that <laughs> hinder us from further progressing in our spirituality. And for me, maybe this isn't an illusion and maybe other people will interpret it differently than I have. But so this has taken me a long time to kind of come to, but Okay, my illusion was that I thought I wanted to be a physician. And in particular, I thought I wanted to be a psychiatrist. And it's come to terms, and it has been for a while, because I'm pretty sure you all experience these things too. When we don't feel 100% about what we're doing, there's always this voice in the back of our head. Uh, We can call it our subconscious for these purposes. Our subconscious 
feels things. It says things. And although it's not our conscious perspective, it still plays a big role in our entire being. Matter of fact, I there's a large percent, a large, more than half of our being is centered around our subconscious. So like I was saying, what we tell ourselves and stuff like that, stepping out of the victim mentality, empowering yourself, that is leveling up your subconscious experience. And in that, you'll level up your physical experience. Um, powerful thing. Anyways, so I thought I wanted to be a psychiatrist, and I was two years into my degree almost. I was finding it really hard to kind of focus and do the things that I needed to do in order to get the job done. Um, And I was treating all of my pre-med classes like kind of just this checkoff list, and I did so many things. I have so many clinical hours. I've got volunteer hours. I have research hours. I did all of those things, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled so although I was happy that I got into academia and yeah I was going to have this prestigious degree and all these things like there was just things in the way that was making it rather hard for me to obtain such and it was chemistry for me (laughs) I'm not fucking kidding you and also math like I'm fucking terrible at chemistry and I'm terrible at math and I think that yes if I applied myself more it's possible that I would have had a fine time with that but I've started to realize after almost, I was halfway through with my degree, that I was not happy. I am not happy. I mean, I am now, but I wasn't then. And I recognize this because I don't really want to be a doctor. I wanted the recognition. I wanted the prestige. I wanted all of those things that come with being a doctor, but I didn't want to study like a doctor. And I acknowledging that even now is still really hard for me but it's not as hard as it used to be because I was so addicted to feeling as if I was making my friends and family like happy or proud of me that I forgot to be proud of me so it led me onto the path of what do I really want from life I've done these two years in college I have a really good GPA I'm finding it really hard to pass chemistry I don't buckle down and do what needs to be done why is this happening? Why, what is this path of resistance and why do I want to take it? So I basically filed hardship withdrawal and that has still not been accepted as far as I know from the other school that I was at. So I don't really know what's going on with my GPA and I'll be fucking honest. I really don't, I don't mind anymore. I'll, I care But I don't mind because I see that my life is taking me in a different path and this path has much less resistance than the path of academia and if you're in academia this is not shitting on you I'm very proud of you for doing that and I really believe in all of you who are in academia I personally just did not think it was for me so that was the illusion that I had created for myself was that I wanted to be a psychiatrist I wanted the prestige but it was going to be really difficult for me to attain that and I still wanted to keep chasing it And I call this an illusion because I recognize now that that may never happen for me, like being a psychiatrist in in the world of academia. For me, it was the chase. It was feeling good and feeling prestigious almost because of what I was studying, but it wasn't fulfilling me in my soul. So that was an illusion. It wasn't really the path of least resistance at all because there was so much that I had to do to make all of this fucking happen. Um... So I recognize that. I recognize the illusion in my own life. And this, I'm not going to say it completely an illusion in a negative way because 
that's not the truth. It wasn't a negative experience for me going to college, and I don't treat it as such. I'm very blessed to have had the opportunity to be the first one in my family to attend college and to even study what I did study for the amount of time that I studied it. And I'm overall blessed, so freaking blessed to understand things on a molecular level. I love biology. I will always love biology, but it's just not what I think I'm meant to pursue. So the the better I was at recognizing and acknowledging what I am good at versus what may not be made for me, the easier my life began to flow. So then I stepped into uh, yoga teacher training and all of those types of things. I even left my comfort job. And yeah, life looks much different for me this year than it did last year. And it's all because I was willing to accept the path of least resistance. I was willing to open myself up and understand that I have created an illusion and I was not happy living within it. And all of this sparked another peak in my spiritual journey. Because you know, I'm talking about the ebbs and flows. I'm making the wave movement again. Ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. I feel like the bottom for me was really just trying to keep up with this pre-med journey. And I, I lost sight of what I really wanted to do, which is help people of all ages. And I didn't, I don't want to specialize, you know, and I think yoga is so beautiful for that because I don't have to specialize. You can, and there's all those opportunities, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to. I want to focus on minds and bodies, regardless of what they look like, shape, size, color, age. I don't care, color or not color, culture. I want to work with everybody. So I really feel that yoga teaching is it for me and I feel so confident in this and I'm so happy in this and I feel if I didn't if I didn't pursue this journey of becoming a yoga teacher and stepping into a teacher role I may not be here recording this podcast for you all right now like let's be fucking for real TikTok language I know so cringe or whatever the fuck anyways I may not be here right now if I didn't accept what was not meant for me seriously that may mean even accepting that your current partner isn't meant for you your current living situation isn't meant for you your current diet isn't meant for you the things that you tell yourself are not meant for you you know what I mean like that negative self-talk not for you babe I'm being for real not for you it's not for anybody but let's get real it's definitely not for the babes on a spiritual journey like you can't expect to ascend when you're constantly telling yourself negative things even if it's the voice in your head that's still you babe that's the subconscious I was talking about. Still you. <clears throat> so we're trying to master ourselves and trying to master our minds. And in that, we accept that we're not going to be perfect. And we accept the ebbs and the flows for what they are. And we accept that we may have created some illusions that we are held to right now. Even if that's a person, a place, or a thing, an experience. Whatever that may be. Whatever that may be. We all have created illusions in our own mind. And we have to be willing to open up to those. And for me, that is the biggest part of the spiritual journey is understanding what have I created for myself that really is taking me away from my actual path? And what is the path of least resistance for me? And it looks different for everybody because I think the path of least resistance is synonymous with the spiritual journey. I don't think that life is supposed to be so hard all the time. And maybe that's me in my soft soft girl era or like me stepping into my highest like feminine self. But I don't think life is supposed to be hard all of the time. Like, yeah, we do have those 
unfortunate traumatic experiences but even so like we don't have to remain hard because of those like um, I'm gonna get real vulnerable right now but I was in a car accident in 2017 I was left um, really badly hurt in a wheelchair whatnot Uh, but the entire time I tried to keep my mind as positive as possible so although I wasn't able to walk I wasn't able to turn my head because I was also in a neck brace I was able to still keep a positive mindset and to sit there with myself every single fucking day, every single fucking day and tell myself it would be okay. And I was happy because I knew that I would be able to walk again. And now look at me. I'm literally practicing yoga. I'm literally going to be a yoga teacher. (laughs) Like life is fucking crazy. And I could look at that car accident, that traumatic experience as something negative, but I'm not. I'm not going to look at it as something negative because for me, It was necessary for my journey, and I may not understand the full extent of that now, but I needed that, and I don't know why. I mean, I do. I can totally get into that in another episode, but I can, I want to stay on track as much as possible. I know why I needed that, but I don't know how to put it into words right now, so I'll say that. But shit fucking happens. Unfortunate things happen to people, regardless of who you are. It doesn't matter. Like, you can even be a lucky girl or whatever that term is coined on TikTok but like things can still happen to you you never fucking know but it's all about how we receive these experiences and how we interpret them so you never really know what's around the corner but you do know and you can embody and know that you can handle whatever is thrown your way and we got to step out of this victim mentality and into our empowered role whatever that may be for you um whatever that may be for you I genuinely love how unique and how different everybody's journeys are and it pains me to know that humans compare themselves to others constantly on their journeys and it just hurts it really hurts a lot because imagine how much time we've all spent like comparing ourselves to each other that's ridiculous like that time probably could have spent like honing in on our actual practices and what we want to see in our life just think about that shit for real um so I think we talked a lot in this and I really hope something I said has resonated with you and I really hope that any of this information you'll take and you'll use and you'll adapt it and if you have any questions I would really love if you reached out to me uh I don't care how you reach out you can dm me whatever it doesn't matter reach out reach out to me reach out to a friend send this to a friend listen to it together it is what it is listen to it alone in your room listen to it in the shower listen to it in your car it does not matter re-listen to it whenever you need to feel empowered because you fucking got this dude you fucking got this. Step into that empowered ass motherfucking role and stop accepting the shit and the lies you tell yourself. That's blatantly what it is. Some of the narratives we create are lies and we have to accept that. We're not always honest with ourselves. And the more honest we become with ourselves, the better our life becomes. And it's not only about being honest, it is also about putting in the work. So yeah, being honest is a part of it, but you also have to be willing to put into the put in the work to see those uh, come into fruition. Yeah, I can't believe I almost sat here and literally talked for about almost thirty minutes now, and I had no paper. I had no paper. I had no thought. I literally was listening to seriously Hallie. She just posted her 
uh, podcast episode as well as a video on her YouTube because she is the fucking icon that she wants to be and I love her so much. So I'll plug her in here at Seriously Hallie. You can find her YouTube um, and her Insta. Her Insta has all of her stuff like that. Love this girl. Love this freaking girl. Met her once at a kind of convention, an ecstatic play convention in Miami. It was amazing. Fucking amazing. It was actually about communication. Um, Jeez, Louise, I'm so blacking out on what we did then. But it was such a good time that it felt almost like God sent. There's no fucking way, like, uh, it was so real. So fucking real. Anyways, I wish you all the best of luck on your spiritual journey. And I know that you got this. And I know that you will receive whatever is meant to be received. And, yeah, I love you all. And I so fucking am grateful for being able to finally step into this role of sharing the information that I know and being vulnerable to whoever it may be that listens and yeah wish you the best of luck on your spiritual journey although you don't really need it yeah just follow your heart step into that empowered mindset and recognize when you turn into a victim recognize and then shut that shit down real fast anyways love you all good luck on your spiritual journeys and bye